Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome. Today is Tuesday, April 11th, 2023. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first coffee. Uh, who is out there? Let's see. I want to say good morning to Brian and Jenny. There are a bunch of others that have not chimed in. Hello, all of you. Let me know you're here. Say hello. It's rude otherwise. It's not really rude, but it's more fun when you let me know you're here. And I'm at the bottom of my, my coffee sweetener, my chocolate sweetener, and it tastes funny. Hello, Kelly. Good morning. Dennis says, happy Tuesday from a land that celebrates pineapple pizza. I enjoy pineapple on pizza. In fact, I think most fruit has a place on pizza, depending on what you do with it. Apple and cheddar works really well on pizza uh, with some balsamic vinegar. Uh, what else? What else have I done on pizza? Um, if you fry up some banana or plantain with some coconut, that can work well. Um, what other fruit have I done? Citrus does not work because you got to cook the moisture out. And by the time you cook the moisture out, out of citrus, it doesn't do anything. Uh, hello, Jenny. Jenny says, barf. Well, we know how Jenny feels about fruit on pizza. I enjoy, when I cook, I enjoy bending rules on what is supposed to happen. I think we have all these arbitrary boundaries of what foods go with what foods. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. You ever know somebody that says, you can't have pancakes for dinner? Why not? My breakfast most mornings is uh, some chicken or some turkey and some cheese and some sour cream. That's breakfast most mornings. Yesterday I had an avocado with it. Jenny says, breakfast works for every meal and snack of the day. I completely agree. In fact, all meals are appropriate for any time. If, it were, if you want to eat it, eat it. Uh, there are some guidelines that I put forth in 12 Months to Health that I think will make your day better. And I violated one of those yesterday because I had a couple small pieces of bread that I had made over the weekend. And it, I think ultimately that's what ruined my day. I could not get out of my own way. I couldn't get my brain rolling until after lunch. I ended up being so foggy and not and so unable to function that I skipped lunch. And then my brain cleared up. So I, I think, I really think that's what it was. So no more bread for me in the morning, which is tough because it's really tasty. 
Jenny says, working night shift, I learned that there are no boundaries for what you can eat at any given time of the day. Exactly. If something is tasty, just eat it. Jason says, all I know is that you can't grow tacos, but you can eat them for dessert. Tacos. Tacos are great. How was your Monday? Was it more productive than, than mine? I hope so. I had a couple good calls with some folks, but the stuff that was on my plate, actually, that's not entirely true. I think I'm just setting the bar a little, a little too ambitiously for myself. I have to shave. I slept in this morning. I did not get up at five. I got up at six. And so I'm a little behind on some things like shaving. Um, updated the family page. What else did I do? Did a handful of things. Hmm. And, and yesterday morning, I was really struggling. My, my big project right now is working on all the whistle kick programs and getting them pushed out. Um, getting people to sign on to buy. And I've been struggling with something and I actually came up with what I want to try next on that. Well, getting my coffee ready. That ever happened to you? You come up with the best ideas while you're not trying to come up with the best ideas. You're just trying to do something mundane. We need more mun mundaneness, mundanity. How would you say that? We need more mundane time in our lives because there's a lot of good stuff that happens in between. Jenny says shower ideas. Exactly. Exactly. My Amazon cart for a while had a waterproof whiteboard for the shower. And I didn't buy one. And I'm not 100% sure why. Probably because what I'll do is I'll just stick my head out and yell at the um, smart speaker to take a note for me. Or I just force myself to talk through it until I'm done with my shower. Yeah, see, this is the fear. And, says, and but you, although I usually forget shower ideas the moment I open the bathroom door. Yeah. My phone's usually in there, so I'll, I'll just keep saying it over and over again. As soon as I get out, I type it myself an email on my phone. Yeah. How was your Monday? What did you do? Was it a good day? I'm going to have to make some adjustments to my, my schedule. I went to the gym as I usually would, like right after work. And the place, once again, was just packed. Frustratingly so. And I'd already had a bit of a frustrating day. And so I just, I, I couldn't get going. I was there for about a half hour, did very little. But at the end, I kicked the snot out of the heavy bag. And that felt good. It felt really good. And I once again reminded myself that sidekicks on a round bag are not fun when you're going for power. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Gad. Everybody rolling in. Uh, so what's going on today? Today's in one of the, the, how do I want to describe the Tuesdays, right? Every third Tuesday, I record the podcast. The other two Tuesdays are catch-up days or short days or light days or whatever I need. And heard me. Things are going okay. I'm not behind on email. I caught up on a lot of email. 
yesterday and because that's really what I could handle, you know, I just sit and focus. And, and it didn't help that my new office, which I'm really enjoying, I, I, I love having my new office, but if you'll permit me to complain for just a moment, it gets direct sun all day into these very old, very uh, poorly insulated windows. And it just, it's like a magnifying glass. I'm an ant under somebody's magnifying glass. So it got up to low 60s yesterday. It must have been at least 85 to 90 degrees in my office. And I was told by the landlord that there are air conditioning units for the summer. But I don't want to install one of those yet because it gets cold at night. Uh, and there are blinds on the window, but it, would, it needs more. So I'll have to figure that out because I was roasting. Jenny says, Monday was a pretty good day. Lilith, her daughter, and I developed a new game that is basically bowling, but we use Jenga blocks as the pins. Well, that's fun. What's the ball? Gad, yeah, I'm missing what you're connecting there. He says that alone is worth, is almost worth moving there. The delay. So today I've got one client call. And I got a number of projects that I'm working on. The thing that I just thought of on what I'm going to do for the programs, I'm not going to tell you. You'll see eventually. But I'm going to work on that. I'm actually excited to work on that. What else do I have on my plate? I'll work on those two things. There's good stuff happening. Don't get me wrong. There's good stuff happening. It's just all of it's in development. And I'm feeling kind of like feeling antsy, I guess. I don't want to get this stuff out. And the bowling is whichever ball we have closest to us. At one point, it was a rubber dodgeball. That sounds dangerous. I miss hanging out with little kids and making up games. That's fun. I miss being a little kid and making up games. Still plenty of snow. Well, I shouldn't say plenty. There's still snow. Much of it is gone. But the shady areas. It still remains. Um, did you all check out Kelly's episode yesterday? Got some great feedback. Always nice to get to know somebody better. It's one of the things I love about the show. Is that I get to say, hey... Here's a person that I like and I want to know them better. Come let me interview you. Because you can't do that without a show. If you went to one of your new friends and you said, hey, let's go get a beer so I can talk to you for two hours and ask you questions, they would think you were a weirdo. Hey, can you get on Zoom and answer a bunch of questions with me? I have a podcast. That's perfectly acceptable. Gad says yesterday they had no official Taekwondo training because it was a holiday. Practiced at home. Kicks on the bag and forms. One through seven. I need to know for my next belt. Great. <laughs> 
Jenny says, who are you kidding? As an adult, you, she's talking to me, do a pretty good job of making up, quote, games. I've been your student. That is true. I do enjoy making up games, especially on the fly. Oh, I want everybody to, to focus on this. Uh, do this thing. It doesn't always work, but they usually work. I'm usually pretty good about that. And then after the gym, I met up with a friend and we went for a walk because I just, I needed to vent about my day. <laughs> uh, now we know the real reason Jeremy started a podcast. If only, if only it was that devious. No. But part of the reason he keeps going. Would I have ever spoken to Jeff Speakman otherwise? Or actually, I don't know that we've announced this yet. I've got to, I've got to upload the upcoming guests to Patreon. $2 a month, you can find out who they are. Because there's another big name coming. Guess his games are an excellent teaching and learning tool. I love the term play martial arts. Me too. It is my preferred word. And I think people have a hard time with it because play suggests a unimportance. And yet, what's the verb that we would use for the best athletes in the world in a game of football or basketball or baseball? They play. Most of them treat it as very important. But there's still a game element to it. There's still a playful, playful element to it. And I think that that's important. The best people in the world have fun while they're doing such serious things. If you can keep people smiling, they're more likely to learn. They're more likely to come back. It's the number one thing. It's the number one thing that I tell people. Good morning, Stacey. When I'm consulting with schools. You have to have fun while you're teaching, and your students have to have fun. And we can't do anything else until we fix both of those, if those need fixing. But here's the irony. Usually, if we fix the instructor having fun, the students start having fun, and my job becomes much easier. But it can be hard getting people to have fun. It can be hard to remind people that being playful is important. Yeah, it's a great point. Kelly says, in order to make some self-defense that could be scary, like chokes and knives, I usually demo what I want them to do and then say, go play. Puts people at ease. Absolutely. Gad says, if you don't have fun and play with what you are learning, you become rigid, both in mind as well as body. That is detrimental to your development. For sure. Nick says, some, sometimes you get stuck in a rut. You do. Do kids get stuck in a rut playing? You ever heard a kid say, man, I'm bored of playing this game. I mean, maybe if the game is, you know, all they have, you know, they, they have one game on a video game console or, um, you know, maybe it's family game night and you're playing a board game that you've played a bunch of times. But I mean, if you have a, a young kid 
kind of left to their own with their toys. If they get bored of the game they're playing, they'll play a new game. That's just kind of how it is. And I think all too often as martial artists, we get hyper-focused on certain things, whether it's competition or the next rank testing. And as instructors, we want to make sure they're prepared. And we forget that the best way for them to be prepared is to be so engaged in what they're doing that they give their all. And how do we do that? We get them to have a lot of fun. Jenny says, I want the students to know that what I've taught them is a guideline and they are free to experiment with how their body works and discover what works best for them. Yeah. She says, I've been bored of playing a game, usually because a younger kid wants to play that game all the darn time. Stacy says, the second hour of monotony, aka Monopoly, to the rest of the world. Yeah. I actually never get bored playing Monopoly. I don't know why. It was always the game I wanted to play as a kid. Maybe that was some foreshadowing. You know, it's basically a game of business. And I figured out very quickly, buy everything you can, mortgage all of your properties if necessary, and just keep going. It had the best likelihood to win. Just accumulate all the properties. That was my strategy. So I know Frank sends stuff over. I didn't even look at it yet, but because I, I never do. I never look ahead of time. Or I should say almost never. But we're gonna we're gonna switch gears here. And I want to thank Frank for all that he does for the show. I want to thank Josh for our theme song. And I want to thank Denise for the audio. Where are we? Where are we? Here it is. Come on. Computer's running slowly. Come on. Come on. Come on. Here we go. It's going. Oh, I almost closed the window. <laughs> Amateur hour over here, Jeremy. Come on. All right, what do we got? What Frank sent us? Beware of what you become in pursuit of what you want. Jim Rohn. I bet we've all known someone who had a goal, a big goal, and they changed in pursuit of that goal, and you didn't like them anymore. Maybe they... Maybe it was high school, and they wanted to join a sports team and as they became better they became uh, more welcomed by the jock crowd and maybe you weren't a jock and so your friendship with them became more distanced or maybe somebody went to college and you saw them a year or two later and they they changed because they wanted to reinvent themselves of who they are 
and they didn't know you anymore. You didn't know them. In order to, to have something, we have to become the kind of person who would have it. And the example that I've brought up many times on this subject, lottery winners. It doesn't matter what the, the prize is. If someone doesn't change who they are and how they approach money, they're generally bankrupt. I think the average is two years. And say the same thing, I believe that's the average length of time until someone goes bankrupt after leaving the NFL, two years. Because if you are going to be someone who has money, you have to act like you have money. If you're constantly acting broke, you will be broke no matter how much money you have. So when we think about what our goals are, we have to become a different person to embody those goals, to have that goal, to reach that whatever. But you can't be a different person and be the same person. You have to change. And sometimes we change in ways that maybe we don't want to or other people don't want us to. I've changed. I know I need to keep changing. There are things that I need to do. Things that I want to do in pursuit of my goals. Some of them are not easy to change. As with many of the dichotomies of leadership, a person's biggest strength can be his greatest weakness when he doesn't know how to balance it. A leader's best quality might be her aggressiveness, but if she goes too far, she becomes reckless. A leader's best quality might be his confidence, but when he becomes overconfident, he doesn't listen to others. Jocko Willink. Kind of fits in with, with the last quote, doesn't it? You can take things too far. Has anyone ever pushed a loved one or a student a little bit too far and it didn't go well? Everyone has a different level of encouragement they can handle. Come on, you can do this. Come on, you can do this. Come on, you can do this. And you push a little bit further than they believe they can do. And now they think you're lying. I had a mom tell me once that her kid dropped out of Taekwondo for six months because I told him he could perform the board break and he missed a couple times and I still believed he could do it. I still believe now he could have done it, but he didn't believe he could do it. If I'd had more time in with that kid, I probably would have seen the signs that I needed to pull back a little bit. Probably would be better at it now. This was probably eight years ago. There's a fly. I think the first fly of the year on my window. Inside. wonder how it got here. And what's also interesting about this, this dichotomy is that this split, this your greatest strength can be your greatest weakness, is that people who try to tear you down are the first ones to point out that your strength is also your weakness. Oh, wait. Yeah, they're confident, but they're cocky, right? 
can't make everybody happy. Don't try. <laughs> How did the fly get in here? Jenny says, it flew. Yeah, but my house is not porous. And it's not like it was at the door waiting for me when I came in. At least that I was aware of. <sighs> Jenny's in a silly mood today. One more quote. Nope, that's not the screen I want. I want this one. Let's do this one. Nothing ever goes away until it has taught us what we need to know. Pema Chodron. I don't know that name. Nothing ever goes away until it has taught us what we need to know. How many of you have a lesson that keeps banging you in the side of the head. Don't do this. Don't do this. Stop doing that. You have to do this if you're going to do that. Don't forget to... Right? I think we, we all have those. Most of us are resistant to learning certain lessons. How many of you were someone or taught someone that struggled to keep their hands in a good spot while sparring. I have plenty of people that I, I've, I've taught or sparred over the years. Oh, there's a murder. Oh, baby crows. Um, that struggled to keep their hands in a good spot. And I'd spar with them and they'd say, oh, I keep forgetting that I can't do this when I spar with you. Right. That's an easy one. Kelly says, there's a murder is a random thing to announce. A murder of crows. And Jenny says, ouch, when I think of the struggles I've been through and how long they've lasted, even just in my mind, yeah, that quote is pretty true. I think we, we all have it. We're all stubborn. We're all resistant to, to growth and change because it's scary. We, we build this life for ourselves that is comfortable. We're, we're used to it. It's familiar. Where we are as a martial artist is familiar. How do we break out of that? We've got to do a bunch of different stuff. I think one of the, the things that comes with cross-training, competing, and, and getting out of your own bubble is some discomfort because you're exposed to new ideas, new people, new methods. And some of those will show you, oh, there's a better way to do this thing that I've been doing. And if your ego is not healthy, you can feel really badly about that. There are plenty of people who have no desire to engage with the things that we do at Whistlekick. Why? Because we're all about exposing people to new ideas and helping people get better. And when you say, I want to help you get better, some people hear, you're not good enough. They can't handle that. That's okay. That's their choice. I'm never going to make anybody grow. You do what works for you. 
of funny. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let that conversation happen in the chat. Conversation about the fly. So if we think about this, this idea that well, let's sum it up as as growth requires change. Don't be afraid of noticing where you're being guided to grow. Maybe it's in class, maybe it's not. Maybe it's a very specific thing or maybe it's really broad. We all have the ability to become better versions of ourselves. I'm not gonna say easily, but simply. Quite often it's just start doing this or just stop doing that. Now, yeah, easier said than done for sure. But you got to start somewhere. And the place that you start is a willingness to do it. And we all have setbacks. My morning routine absolutely sets the tone for my day. And I bagged it this morning. And I went back to bed for another hour of sleep because I really wanted to sleep more because I was tired. And yeah, I was still feeling a bit dejected after yesterday and, and not getting the day that I wanted, the day, the productive day that I felt I deserved. And I laid in bed and I acknowledged to myself, you know what? Today will go better if you get out of bed right now and you do the things that you know set the tone for your day. And I still chose not to. Am I proud of that choice? No. Why am I telling you? Because it makes me that much less likely to do it again tomorrow. end here with guys quote comment a comfort zone is like your favorite pillow slowly smothering you i hope you have a great day thank you for coming by remember if you want to support us yeah you, you got some ways patreon first cup 15 family page share an episode subscribe to something come to an event join the newsletter list Tell a school that we do consulting. Help me go somewhere for a seminar. All those ways. I appreciate you. All of you, even if I don't know you. Thank you for being here. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Peace.